Hello and happy hump day hotties. As always, a big juicy welcome to Happy Hotties the podcast, where we ask and answer the burning questions you've been dying to ask your mum. Now, if you're tuning in for the very first time, a special welcome to you. My name is Jasmine Mizrahi. I'm 24 years old. I've recently quit my job in the media to move into the world of education. Sex education, gym instructing, podcasts. (laughs) Yes. And and who knows what's next. Doing a lot of odd bits and bobs at the moment. Joining me today is the ever vivacious blonde bombshell. Actually, it's fake blonde. Fake peroxide blonde bombshell I like to call my mother, Ilana Katz. How are you today? I am fabulous, wonderful, thank you. Been very busy running around doing bits and pieces. Time flies when you're having fun. It certainly does. It has been a really big week. Between all the eating, the Passover Seder, the Easter long weekend, lunches. The chocolate. Oh, the lunches, the dinners, the Easter eggs, the bunnies. It's been a it's been a big week of eats. A lot of eating, but it's been fun. <laughs> what do you reckon your favorite Passover plague is? Actually, before we get into that, for those of you who don't know, Passover is essentially a major Jewish holiday that marks the exodus of the Jewish people from the land of Egypt. And things got a bit messy. Um, they had to bake some flatbread really fast and get out of there. And there were a lot of... <laughs> plagues around the place and uh what do you reckon your favorite plague is the frogs the frogs galloping around egypt like you gallivant around the junction and the frogs infested egypt and they killed crops and they caused a lot of havoc so that's your favorite one definitely i reckon my favorite one is like the raining hail and fire why well i just can't imagine that happening in egypt even though there's not necessarily foolproof archaeological evidence that it did happen. But still, I find it interesting, especially when I'm watching The Prince of Egypt, which I do every Passover. I is, love that movie. Is that when little baby Moses was plucked out of the river by the queen? It was. It was. Baby Moses is such a cute concept. I reckon if we get a dog, we should call it Baby Moses. Why not? But going back to it, the plague that is not my favorite is the killing of firstborn children. Really Very dark. dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's Passover for you guys. It's a real good time, actually. And it's a cultural, traditional holiday. Yeah, it's super fun. Super fun. All right. So baby Moses and the Easter Bunny aside, mum, do you have any hearty horrors or happy highlights from the week that was? I rang up a gym the other day to inquire about a swimming pool and I was talking to the girl, asking her a million questions and the girl said... Is your name Ilana? And I went, yes. And she goes, oh, I recognized your voice from the Happy Bodies podcast. Amazing. Your reputation precedes you. (laughs) Did you get a discount? No. Mine is both highlight and horror. So I attended an actual party for the first time in a year, pretty much. A party that had over 30 people. How many people were there actually? It was like over 300 at one point, I'm pretty sure. Did the police come? No, surprisingly no. But anyway, this highlight quickly turned into horror when I was so excited about the fact that I was at aforementioned party that I woke up with a lost phone, a bloody knee and a splitting hangover, but was worth it. You must have been very drunk, Jasmine. (laughs) I was merry. Good. Merry, enough 
to not remember the latter half of the night. But did you find your phone? Yes, I found my phone. Luckily, it was still at the party the next morning. So I went and picked it up. And what about the gin that you took with you? I bought some amazing pink gin and it is it was either consumed or lost forever. Today's episode is all about crushes. From the guy in your class, your boss, your friend with a boyfriend or girlfriend. Rabbis, priests. Fuckboys who can't commit. Romeo and Juliet, Mark Antony and Cleopatra, Adam and Eve. (laughs) Interfaith relationships. We've got them all. And most people have had a crush or more. So, mom, what actually is a crush to you? To me, a crush is a love trance. I think it's something that's in your imagination. It's a fantasy. And sometimes the fantasy can turn into the reality, something exciting. I think that a crush can just hit you. It can hit you over the head. Yeah, so randomly. And it's something that you're not looking for. It's something that's unexpected. From a more scientific lens, I did some research into what crushes actually are and where they come from. And crushes come from your limbic brain. Do you know what that is? No, of course I don't. (laughs) Well, I did not know what that was either until I did some research. But the limbic brain is a part that we share with with, with animals that supports a variety of functions, including emotion, behavior, long-term memory, olfaction, and you guessed it, attraction and addiction. The limbic brain just wants dopamine, which is a sort of chemical messenger that plays a role in how we feel pleasure. And it's part of our unique human ability to think and plan things. It sounds like Cupid. (laughs) What? Like, so dopamine would just come with a little bow and arrow? Yes. (laughs) And you have to keep the reality and fantasy separate. Yeah, because crushes are rooted in fantasy. And the person who is crushing can project their values onto the person that they desire. It's part of our human structure and makeup. So we asked you guys if you'd ever had a crush that you weren't or aren't supposed to have. And some interesting answers that we liked were every crush I've ever had. Uh, A mate of mine at school, so confusingly nice and attentive, but straight. Third one, married man, work colleague, brother's friend, old guy, you name it. And my personal favorite, my Contiki tour guide. Oh. (laughs) Have you ever ever had any illicit crushes? Many. (laughs) Any you'd care to share? Men in work boots. Just because you're married doesn't mean you're dead. Definitely look, but don't touch. As a fellow chunky boot lover myself, (laughs) I think that is very healthy advice. Now let's move on to the question and answer section of the show. Hi, happy hotties. I'm in a friends with benefits situation and neither of us want a relationship, but now I'm getting feelings. I think you have to try and keep the reality and the fantasy separate and emotions and feelings aren't always logical or reasonable. Just be realistic. Continue seeing this guy, but maybe keep him at arm's length. Yeah, and be honest with yourself as well and Also look for, it sounds a bit negative, but also look for the 
bad traits of this person as well because it's very easy the flaws. to the flaws it's very easy to look at people with rose-colored glasses and only look at the things that you want to like about them but yeah i think if you are attempting to uh migrate this situation evolve it if you will it's important to look at it from all angles because what might be working now might not work with a label but you might find that this person is also developing feelings for you. Yeah, might as well bring play it along. up. Yeah, play along. Mm. Question number two. I have a potential crush on someone, but I'm already in a relationship. I really like my current partner, but can't help but have this crush feeling care about this other person more than a friend would. I think that there's a saying that you might like the second person more than the first. Two perspectives here. Okay, so maybe... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take over. <laughs> okay, go on. I've heard before that if you fall for two people, go for the second, because if you really liked the first, then you probably wouldn't have fallen for the second. Although I think there's definitely two perspectives to that. That's one side. But then the other side of that is, as mom mentioned before, sometimes the fantasy is better than the reality. Maybe your relationship needs a bit of spicing up. Maybe you're just a little bit bored and you're looking for another avenue to make things exciting and spice things up. Totally. And I don't think you should feel guilty for having a crush, but I think you should be open and honest with yourself. Not overthink the situation, but if you can, explore it in the most innocent way possible. Like socialize with this person in a big group. See if you can have conversations and then from those conversations, do these feelings start to grow? And then if it is really becoming overwhelming and you said that it was a potential crush, but if you feel it becoming an actual crush, maybe that's then a conversation you have to have with yourself. Sometimes when you get a crush on someone, it's a warning sign that you have to work on your relationship more. Yes, that's true. But I also think that the more you repress it, sometimes the crazier it can drive you. So just try and keep it simple. Take it day by day and see what's going to happen. Yeah, really try and understand your feelings. I will say one more thing. If you are feeling a certain way. Maybe that's something you can even express to your partner saying, this person is making me feel a certain way and I don't want them to make be making me feel that way. I want you to be making me feel that way. And then you can address it together. Good idea. Good advice. Thanks. Number three, I have a crush on my priest. Who would want to have a crush <laughs> on their priest? <laughs> Has when- anyone out there seen Fleabag? Because if you have, I so highly, that is my recommendation of the week. Go and watch Fleabag. In season two, she gets a crush on her priest. He's like a cool Irish priest and he like drinks and stuff and he's really funny and it's unbelievable. But yeah, I think she could give you way better advice than either of us could. Although I had a crush on a rabbi once. I remember that. But he was a really good-looking rabbi. Oh, yeah, he was a hot rabbi. And he had big shoulders. We love that. Yeah. You were 14, and I think I had a crush on him too. I don't blame (laughs) you. Question number four. How do I know when to tell my crush that I have a crush on them? I'm worried about taking the leap in case it goes south. Just be honest. It's 2021. Go for it. Initiate the first move. Be brave. Yeah, you've got nothing to lose. Why not? Do it. Yeah, and be positive and confident in yourself. How do you how do we tell them though? Maybe like what do you what would you recommend doing? Just not say to them, I have a crush on you. That's a bit daggy. Daggy nerdy. 
just talk to them and show you're interested. Flirt with them. And maybe it will just come out? Yeah, eye contact, smile. Yeah, all the things. Let it out. <laughs> Number five. Dear happy hotties, how long does a crush actually last for? I'm hoping I'll just get over it because he's my friend's brother. I can answer that. A crush can usually last from four months to four years, if not longer. But crushes usually come and go, but sometimes they don't. Do you think you can only get over a crush once you have a crush on someone else? No. If you know your crush, you can see their bad points and I think it can just fizzle out. You don't need to get another crush to get over one crush. Yeah. Sometimes things fade away, like music at the traffic lights. Oh, you can get a crush on someone at the traffic lights. <laughs> I have a friend and he always looked at the car next to him and got a crush. Of course he did. I know who this friend is and yeah, he's a... He's such a slut, but actually he's all talk, no action. <laughs> He got two second crushes. I think that's the fun part. Have a, have a flirt with life. That's what you always say. Yeah, enjoy yourself. L- laugh at yourself. Laugh at life. Don't take yourself seriously. And if you if you want this crush to um to go away, then maybe out of sight, out of mind, especially if it's your friend's brother. Yeah, but usually crushes fizzle out. Next question. Dear happy hotties, do you think we have a type? I think we all definitely do have a type. Like I know some ladies like dark brooding guys with the black circles under their eyes. And co- Some ladies? <laughs> Who are you talking about? Is that you? I'd rather not say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we do have a type. And I have friends, they get divorced and then they marry a clone of the person they got divorced from. 100%. Have you seen Channing Tatum's, he's dating Jesse J now, who looks exactly like his ex-wife. It's uncanny. Guys, go look it up. I would disagree with you though. I used to think that we had types. I used to think I had a type, but I, as I've gotten older, I actually don't think that's necessarily true. I think you definitely gravitate towards a certain person and maybe that's what a type is, but... A type doesn't necessarily have to be like tall, brooding shadows under their eyes, whatever you said. Like you could also just be attracted to generic physical attributes, like someone who's tall or with big shoulders, or maybe that person is skinny with like skinnier shoulders, or maybe you're into like curvier people, but I don't necessarily think that you have a type because what if you like certain personality characteristics or personality traits and those then negate someone's physical characteristics and features? You know, it's, it's like tricky territory, but no, I am of the belief that we do not have types. We just have inclinations. Also, you know how when some people are not the best looking physically, but they may be the most unbelievable human being in everything else that they stand for, their values, their beliefs, the way that they carry themselves and approach life. And that immediately turns them into the most beautiful person. Whereas the inverse can happen where someone is objectively very beautiful and has the worst personality or no personality. And then what? Are they then your type if they look good, but don't act good, you know? Because I've definitely liked so many people that are so different. And what about the person in your life now? 
that person is stunning and beautiful and goes completely against the grain of what I thought was my type. And that is why I am saying that. I, I haven't met him, but I think he sounds amazing. <laughs> We're in a long distance relationship, so they've only ever met over FaceTime. But there's a love there, I think. You go, girl. A love between the two of you, I mean. <laughs> and he listens to this podcast. Oh. Hi. Also, there's the other extreme. People break their patterns. So if they like the same type of person and they always go out with the same type, they think... No, I want something different and they break the pattern. Maybe that's the key, though, if you are constantly dating the wrong people. Go against what you think is your perceived type. Hmm. Next question. What are some signals I should give to let someone know I'm interested? Eye contact. Smile. Be friendly. Be kind. Engage in conversation. Do all the nice things. Touching. In COVID? Yeah, why not? <laughs> you go for it. Yeah, touching. Like a nice little brush on the arm. Yeah. That kind of thing. What else? Ask the person if they want to meet you and have a drink. And be interested. Actually be interested in this person and be interested in the things that they have to say. Make them feel special. That is really nice. Make them feel special. Next question. Can types change? I used to like Disney prince-esque looking people. Now I'm more into the villain looking ones. <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy is boring. Bad boys are more exciting. So if you want to live on the edge. Go for it. <laughs> go for it. But what I found, not from my experience, from other people's experiences, bad boys are may look like bad boys, but not necessarily in personality. Maybe they're really nice and kind and warm. We're going to actually address bad boys later. Um, but in bad terms boys, of... Bad boys, bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do if they come for you? Wow. <laughs> wow. That was nice. Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. It just came into my head. It's a song about bad boys, bad boys. Yes, I've heard it. <laughs> but the question was, can types change? Which types? Well, just types in general. I think that they can change, as I mentioned before. I don't know if they necessarily... I think you have a proclivity towards someone, and I think that those can change. Absolutely, yes. As you change in your life, you like different things. What have you always said to me about that? What you like at 15, the rabbi, can change when you're 19. What you like at 19 can change again when you're 23. We keep evolving. We do. And also our types in men and women change depending on the experiences we've had in our lives. For sure. So yes, they do change. Next question. My friend's boyfriend flirts with me when she's not around. I think he has a crush on me, but I'm not sure. I don't think he's a very nice guy. Trash. I just think that is really, really rude and uncalled for. And I think you should tell him, mate, stop it. I'm, stop it. Stop it. I'm not going to upset my girlfriend because my girlfriend comes first. Boom, bang, baby. Yes, she does. We're all about the gal power here. I have a crush on the guy at the train station. I've noticed him a lot when going to work. How do I start a convo as I'm shy and have no confidence? 
if he's not carrying a mug of boiling hot water, <laughs> accidentally, on purpose, bump into him and say, oh, I'm sorry. And maybe then you can start talking to him. Yeah. Why not? What have you got to lose? Go back to our first episode on dating. We actually address a lot of this, especially when people are shy. There's also an amazing Instagram page that I am going to give a shout out to called The Way We Met. I highly recommend everyone goes and follows it. They haven't asked me to say that. I just really like what they do. And they post people's how they met stories. So there are some incredible stories there. And one of them is actually people who met on a train on their commute to work. And that's why I just remembered that. I've actually submitted mine and my boyfriend's story and they haven't um, posted ours yet. So oh, but they will. hopefully stay tuned. <laughs> Maybe the way we met, we'll talk about my relationship story and how we met because it's pretty cool. Next question. I've been with the same partner for seven years and recently some guys have moved in next door and I've got a crush on one of them, but I still love my partner. Well, that's something to think about when you're hanging up the washing. You can always go and borrow eggs. And also, maybe this crush will enhance your relationship with your partner. What? How? Like a threesome? Not my cup of tea, but whatever floats your boat. (laughs) Just remember, guys, it's normal to get crushes. It's part of our genetic makeup. Yeah, because we're always encountering new people all the time. And there's obviously things we like about certain people. But again, don't mistake the fantasy for reality. Yeah, we meet people. We have different experiences. You never know what's around the corner. Life is so unpredictable. And we're sponges. We soak up experiences And we develop different communication strategies and learning skills on how to deal with people, how to deal with our emotions, how to deal with crushes. Mm, All part and parcel of the little journey we call life. Yeah, we're evolving. Next question. A new guy has started at work and he's banging. Is this risky business? What's banging? (laughs) Like, he's hot. When you're hot, you're hot. When you're not, you're not. (laughs) Listen to last week's episode about this exact thing on The Office. Happy Hotties edition. Question 15, I think. I've got a crush on a guy and I feel like I'm becoming a social media stalker and I find myself always checking his stuff on nights out. Block Mm. him off your social media. If you can't contain yourself. Because sometimes people have addictive personalities and they can't help themselves and their whole night gets ruined actually their whole life gets ruined because they're obsessed with what their crush is doing so they don't live their life to the fullest yeah that's very unhealthy and the last thing you want to be doing is being on a night out with all your friends and you're the one on your phone staring at your screen like constantly wondering what this guy is doing what this girl is doing like that's annoying like no one wants to be around that kind of people when they're going out they want to be around faces not like the tops the crowns of people's heads block that person and I know that it's easier said than done it's yeah well, I was that's what I was gonna say try and exercise self-control or maybe just block Instagram for a couple hours when you go out don't necessarily block this person but see if you can delete delete the Instagram icon or Facebook whatever it is have a cleansing disconnect to reconnect I like that yeah just switch it all off while you go out enjoy being present and actually be with your friends or your family and then you can see that person later Okay, next question. Why do I like bad boys? Back to it. 
circle back around to the old Danny Zuko's, Damon Salvatore's, Spike Sawyer, Patrick Verona from 10 Things I Hate About You. I have guilty, had the biggest crush and sometimes do on um, bad boys in TV. Honestly, if anyone knows Jareth from Labyrinth, Labyrinth, however you say it, that guy with like crazy big spiky hair. Or Fonzie love- from Happy Days. <laughs> if anyone knows Happy Days, that was about 100 years ago. <laughs> and Fonzie was the bad boy. Wasn't he Italian mafia? He was, but he wasn't mafia. He wore the cool leather jacket, the big work boots. Oh, he was the Fonz, right? The Fonz. The Fonz. Yeah. I, bad boys, I think, have been something that uh, have captivated the female mind for many a century. It's just something in the brooding, dark... Dark circles under the eyes. Yeah, it's in the mystery. It's in the intrigue, the enigma. You don't know necessarily what you're going to find. Humans love mystery. So don't worry. You're not the only one who likes bad guys. Bad boys. Bad boys, bad boys. (laughs) All right. Towards the latter end of the questions. How do you get over a crush? Out of sight, out of mind. Have nothing to do with that person. Join a book club. Get a hobby. Go to gym. It's kind of the opposite to when you want to meet someone that we we spoke about in episode one. If you know they like Bunnings and DIY, don't go to Bunnings and DIY. Don't try and stalk them. Push them away from your mind's eye and focus on things that will enhance you as a person. Do things that you want to do. Take up some new hobbies and eventually over time, hopefully they just start to ebb away and then they're just a distant memory. A distant memory. Or you can just find someone else for the night if that's the route that you want to go down. You know what? Sometimes one night with someone really hot is better than five years with someone really mediocre. (laughs) You said it in the first episode. You'll say it again. Yeah. And don't go to the same venues that you know that person goes to. Yeah. Just let it go. Next one. How do I respond to someone I know has a crush on me, but it's not reciprocated? Don't give them any cues and actually be more abrupt than you usually are with people. Yeah, you've got to be polite and kind, but you also have to take a step back. But don't be a ghost. But sometimes you've got to be cruel to be kind. Tough love. And also sometimes, depending on the personality of that person, they will actually only understand it if you are brash. I know someone who really, really liked someone else. And eventually that person had to speak their language because being polite, being nice, being kind, saying, no, sorry, I like, I'm not into you. It just wasn't enough and they weren't understanding it. So that person actually had to like put their hand out at one point and be like, go away. And that's really hard to do, especially if you're not a confrontational person, but you have to read the other person's language as well. And you have to understand what they are going to respond to. Sometimes you have to give someone the cold shoulder because that's the only thing that works. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it hasn't gotten to that point where you need to do that. And hopefully you can just make it clear and this person can take social cues and signals. But if not, that's your other option. Because love is blind. It is indeed. How do I know if I'm reading into things that are not there? Sometimes you want to read into things that aren't there. We're all guilty of it, of looking for subtext when it's not actually there. Yeah. And emotions and feelings aren't always logical. And sometimes we're looking for cues that don't exist. Yeah. 
you kind of have to be disciplined with yourself and, and, and really look at it objectively. Maybe even get someone else's perspective on it. You know what? Talk to someone who talk to someone that you're really close to and ask them their opinion. Mm. And maybe they'll knock some sense into you and tell you that you're reading into something that doesn't exist. Yeah, if you can't be objective, then ask someone who is a third party with no connection to that person. Yeah, and ask them to have a read and see what they think. My friend drunkenly told my crush I like them. A part of me is happy because now he knows and I'm glad, but I'm also so annoyed at my friend. I feel like that was such a betrayal. You know what? Maybe it was a Freudian slip. Maybe it was meant to be. Yeah. And And also now you know who you can trust. Maybe good will come out of it. It's good that this person knows. I think we're too shy as a society. Let's be like the French. The French make it so known if they like you. And have a million mistresses and have love affairs everywhere. Yeah, it's it's very much a westernized perspective to be coy and be shy about crushes. But can you imagine if the whole world was like, I like you, I like you, I like... Imagine how much simpler that would be. It would It'd be. probably be a lot more STIs, but imagine how much simpler <laughs> it would be. <laughs> Last question. Nice, short and sweet. Am I too old to get crushes? You're never too old to get crushes because, as I said before, doesn't matter what age you are, you, we all have feelings and emotions. Yeah, crushes don't go out of date. You should hear my grandma every week after bridge tells me about her latest crush. Who's about 50 years younger than her. <laughs> She's 96. She likes the barman or she likes the taxi driver or the Uber driver. Yeah, whatever. Never too old. Never too old. Never too old. I always thought that the older I'd get, the more conservative and responsible I'd get. But it's not true. The older you get, the less inhibited you get and the funnier you get. (laughs) And... The older you get, you you laugh at life, you laugh at yourself, and you become freer in your in your mind. Oh, on that beautiful positive note, I think it's time for our listener story. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? When you Hi, happy holidays. Um, This isn't really an inappropriate crush, but I guess the way I went about it was slightly like inappropriate um, relative to my standards. Like I want to be cooler than this. So basically this cute guy in my Spanish class, I could not speak to him the whole term because I was too shy. The last day came and I basically ran after him into the library, handed him my number. But basically, I was laughing the whole time because I was so nervous. And then I found out a month later that he thought it was a joke. So he didn't text me. So just some tips, please, on how to shoot your shot with a crush that you've never really spoken to. Because I was sad I didn't get a text back. Um, So please help me, please. And what about an inappropriate crush? I guess an inappropriate crush I have right now is... I think this IT guy at my work is super duper cute and we have good chats, good banter. Um, But yeah, I just don't want to get involved with anyone I work with, but it's just hard because I'm just like, I will fake computer problems. I will fake pulling the plug out 
so he would have to come down and fix it but like would you recommend going there in the workplace we're on different levels so I suppose that's okay but do you think that's something I should just steer away from in general and have you had any bad crushes I guess a bad crush I have right now is this guy from tinder who I vibe with he's very cute he's nice lovely all of the above Um, But the thing is, I kind of just realised by going through shared pictures with one of my friends is that she used to see him and she really liked him. So I was like, oh, crap, what do I do? So, like, is this bad? Should I cut it? Should I, like, ghost him? Do I say, like, hey, can't see you because you know my friend? Do I even tell her? Like, I don't want to be in an awkward position or should I just live my life and get this boy? I don't know what to do. Please help me. Wow, there is a lot to unpack here. I, first of all, love story number one. I love that you just shot your shot with this guy from Spanish class. Even if he thought it was a joke, that takes such courage, such tits to be able to just go for it, literally give someone your number, even though you were laughing in his face. I'm sure it was a big compliment to him. What do you reckon, Mum? I think you're fantastic. Nothing wrong with throwing your number at someone. You go, girl. I'm sorry you didn't get a text back, though. I guess maybe in future, try not to giggle as much in their face if they think it's a joke. But you know what? If he didn't text you because he thought it was a joke, someone else in the near future is going to text you. It's good karma. (laughs) Exactly. And maybe he was even insecure. Maybe he was a little bit scared. Like, who knows? But you know what? I'm sure that so many fun, wonderful things are going to happen to you that you're going to giggle with glee. Yeah, because that attitude, damn girl, that is power. Yeah, you're not shy. You go for it. Number two was the IT guy at work. I feel like there's a Sex in the City story in here somewhere that I'm, I'm forgetting, but that is brilliant. I reckon you're on different floors. Go for it. You know what? If you're on different floors, you have nothing to lose. Just do whatever you want to do. Exactly. And computer problems are just going to get worse in the future as we get more techie. So if you're with a guy who knows how to fix computers, that's pretty cool. Go for it. Even though it's in the workplace? They're on different floors. They're not in the same room. If they're in the same room, it would be a little bit strange because other people would pick up on the chemistry and on the vibe. The undeniable chemistry that definitely exists when you are pulling out that cord and (laughs) he's coming under your desk and fixing it and you're just like, hey. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, different floors. You can do it. All right, and for your third question about a bad crush you potentially have, I would say ask your friend first, especially if she really liked him, because you don't want to lose a friend over some guy on Tinder that you don't even know. You know what? Guys come and go, but apparently friends are forever. What do you mean apparently? (laughs) You know what? It's really late at night and I'm really tired. So I'm going to say, don't worry about your friend and just keep going with your Tinder crush. Well, from the horse's mouth. Hopefully that helped. Good luck. And thank you for sharing your amazing crushes with us. Bye. Well, I think it is time to wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Happy Hotties, the podcast. 
Super important to mention that the content we produce here at Happy Hotties exists solely for entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for professional advice. Big old thanks to Matt Jury for whipping up our catchy little tune that I know so many of you love. And if you have any burning questions you need advice for or any crazy stories that the world needs to hear, then please, please, please submit them at Happy Hotties, the podcast on Instagram, and you may be featured on the show. If you're enjoying the episodes, feel free to rate and review and subscribe as it all helps us find more juicy listener stories. I'm going to say it this time. Let's see. Let's see how I do it. Goodbye, beautiful people. Sayonara. Dasvidanya. Lehitra. What was the last one? Au revoir. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Yeah. I nailed that. I think I did pretty good. Dasvidanya was... um, Ah, Dasvidanya. Dasvidanya.